Real quick, before we get into this episode of Colloquium, we need to get a few things out of the way. First of all, this is a very political episode. Uh, it was recorded a few weeks ago. I was sick, then Ryan had to deal with some uh, heavy family shit. If Ryan wants to talk about that, we'll talk about that next episode. Uh, not next, uh, not the episode for Mandalorian Scenes of One, but the episode after that, because all this was recorded uh, way before all the shit happened. But, A, I was just getting over being sick, so you're going to hear uh, a lot of sniffles, shit like that. My voice is a bit different, uh, and you'll, from time to time, hear me cough or sneeze and shit like that. I, I edited it out as best as possible not to be as shrill or uh, damaging to your ears, but it does happen from time to time. Also, uh, as I'm talking, you may be hearing a fucking small engine, I don't know, running. It's not. It's a fucking cat right beside me. You also hear me lament about that fucking new cat. That being said, enjoy the episode. Shakes out. Yeah. Do you know where Gizzy is? Um, okay. What, what's a Gizzy? <sighs> you got another cat, didn't you? <laughs> He's half Maine Coon. Yes, Sarah got a fourth fucking cat. We named him Gizmo. He's this fucking orange tabby looking thing. Half whatever the fuck. Maine Coon. Man Coon, Maine he is Coon. going to be fucking huge. He's yes. only half, so he may not be super big. I mean, he's, what is it, like eight weeks now, and he's already a Almost. decent well, size. Like, I would say he's just a little bit shorter in length than Wednesday. But They're about 12 weeks, and he's almost right. their size. So, right. yeah, he's probably going to be... These guys are 12 weeks. What? He's, 12, he's 12 weeks. Or no, uh, he's eight weeks. Yeah, I These thought they were 12. Okay, fucking even longer. He even proves my point even more that that cat's going to be fucking massive. So they're about 16 weeks. He's only eight weeks, literally half of what they right. are. And yeah, he looks about the same size as them. So yeah, he's probably going to be... a little bit smaller than them. That's why I said about the same size as them. So shut up. But he's only half... But the point is, is I now have a fourth fucking cat in my life, Ryan. Because we have four dogs and we need four cats. No, we need four fucking dogs and that's the end of it. Even that was pushing it for me, the four dogs. Because I only agreed on three. But somehow we have four dogs. Yeah. I'm sweating buckets and I gotta go to stir. Cause yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't care. I'm, you have a, another cat in my house. Another cat that fucking annoys the shit out of me. Who's climbed over up, up stupid Greg things on the so side. Much, he slept on top of his head for like three hours until Greg woke up and got salty. The cat was on his head. That's normally the way that it goes. Like, get the fuck away from me. I only want your love. <laughs> While they're like, come here, kitty, come here, kitty. It's like, fuck you. Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, last night he slept in bed. Did he sleep yeah. with dad again last night? Yeah, he was beside me. Uh, not all night, but a good portion <laughs> okay. of the Okay, I get I'm not allowed to sleep on your head, but beside you might be okay. I'll yeah. just, See, just he already curl loves you up. so much. Yeah, that's fine. I don't know where Gizmo went. I think he's under the couch. Yeah, he's under the couch. Where he always goes whenever he's not annoying the crap out of me. 
All right, so let's talk about some of the stuff we've done this past two weeks. Um, I don't want to get straight into political shit, but we will talk about a few political things that have been going on. Okay. Um, with certain organizations and what has happened to certain immigrants that have come to this country. Because oh, okay, I've, that I've shit figured. pisses me off to no end. Um, but uh, have you watched anything new this week? Uh, no, not really. Um. Oh, this week I've been um, making some improvements um, to our D and D streaming mm-hmm. room and stuff like that. Uh, we we realized last weekend um, my friend was uh, the guy who's DMing right now uh, was away with his wife for uh, their third year anniversary, and so we didn't play D&D, we played Magic instead. Okay. Well, one of our D&D players isn't a big fan of Magic, and we're like, well, we'll still stream, so we still, you know, continue that. With the schedule and everything. Yeah. That schedule and stuff. And she tuned in, and she's like, for some reason, it's like super choppy. Mm. And I've checked out some other streams, it's working fine. Like, I don't know what exactly is going on, but something is happening. Mm-hmm. And we checked it, and we were dropping, like, 65% of our frames. Wonder why. Couldn't figure out why. But here, and one of the big problems is, uh, if you're doing it over, like, Wi-Fi, mm-hmm. it's nowhere near as stable. Okay, so you have to have a landline. Which, which makes sense, so you have to hardline it. Mm-hmm. Well, so then I bought a hardline, and um, we we played Magic, and we realized that we haven't played Magic in a really long time. Mm-hmm. And it's really fun. And so now we are starting to do Magic Nights again, where we'll play Magic on Friday nights. Oh, yeah. So we, uh, we're going to stream them as well. Um, if anybody has any questions about Magic. Not like, Abracadabra. Yeah, 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 yeah. Chris <laughs> Angel. Yeah, Chris or Angel. Chris Angel bullshit. <laughs> uh, but Magic the Gathering, if you yeah. have any questions about that. we. I don't know why I went automatically to Chris Angel. I'm more of a fan of Penatella. He's <laughs> a mind freak, man. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you have any questions, you can tune into that as well. Um, we We only play Commander just because we find that that's the most fun for us. What is... Commander. <laughs> um, it is, uh, there are multiple different versions of Magic. Like, you have Modern, you have Standard, which is only the, like, most current sets. Uh, modern is whatever it is. Uh, there's, like, Legacy, there's Commander. Um, normal decks, you can have four of each card. Like, Modern and Standard decks will have four of each card, and it's really, really fast, and the games don't last very long. Commander, you have a deck of 100 cards. You have one guy who's, like, in charge of your deck. He's oh, your yeah. commander. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have cards that match his color identity. So, like, there's five different colors in Magic. Mm-hmm. There's um, Mountains, which is red. Forest, which is green. Plains, which is white. Swamps, which is black. And Islands, which are blue. And each each commander card is either one or multiples of the that those colors mm-hmm. and you can have any cards in there from any of those colors that share an identity with your commander and then you just build the best deck you can and try to kill each other. Oh okay. But it it's a single card like you can only have one of each card. Mm-hmm. Um 
and it's a hundred card deck. So the games are a little bit longer. They're more fun to like see because you'll build up this huge army and you'll be like, yeah, I'm going to fuck your shit. And then somebody's like, mm, board wipe and all your shit's gone. <laughs> it's like, but no. It sounds very similar to what's the card game from Witcher? Um, Gwent. I think that's what it's called. I think that's what it's called. It's, it sounds a little similar to that, where you have a commander on the field that is delineating. I, I didn't pay or I didn't play a whole lot of that whenever I played the Witcher mm-hmm. series. So. Yeah, it's a small little mini game. That right. You could waste hours if you were you, into yeah, it. Yeah, you could play however much you wanted. Yeah. But I didn't play that much of mm-hmm. it, so I don't really know. It sounds a little similar to that. To that. Um. Outside of that, you haven't watched anything new. No Sandman. You haven't finished. <laughs> no, nope, haven't finished Sandman. Um, I'm now like three episodes, two or three episodes behind on uh, House of the Dragon. Uh, okay, and well, I think two episodes since we last talked. Yeah, so we haven't watched either of those. I've <laughs> I was caught up for about a day <laughs> because uh, after we recorded the last time, I watched the episode I was behind. And then I haven't watched anything since. Not because it's a bad show. It's just I have other things I need to do or want to do. Right. Or like play video games or read books or shit like that. So other things get pushed to the wayside. Unless it pertains to the podcast and I'm constantly right. doing shit for that. And I mean we did have to, uh, for this particular podcast, we did have to watch like eight hours of... Well, I was thinking, I don't think it's eight hours. I think it's about five, six-ish. Well, it's... Because some of the episodes are like 34 minutes long. Right, and then... There are others that are like like 50. 50. Yeah. Um, And it's an eight episode uh, season. The second season is the same uh, amount of time, just about, uh, with the same amount of episodes. Um, Same with Book of Boba Fett. I think Book of Boba Fett might be an episode two, one or two longer. I can't remember exactly. But I know a few of the Book of Boba Fett episodes, we just spend the entire time with the Mandalorian. Like, <laughs> like uh, we take a break from Bubble Fett and his shit, and we just stick on Mandalorian. He ends up with Bubble Fett at the end uh-huh. of, I think, like one or two episodes. But yeah, we just stick with the Mandalorian and what's going on with him since season two. So um, I, it's really fascinating stuff. Uh, we get all of that uh, here in a bit. But there is a new season that started this past week, Ryan. A new season of a new show that started this past week that I know for a fact that you would fucking adore. Had a three-episode premiere. Just because I know how much you love the movie that it's uh, prequelizing. A new season uh, of n- a new, new show. Seri- new series, yeah. Oh, new series completely. Yes. So it's not something that came back for a second. So no, no, no. New, just new across the board. For all intents and purposes. What no clue. Andor. Uh, the Andor oh, okay. series came out. Yes. I did I did know that the Andor series came out. It I is. Haven't watched any of it. It is so good. Like we had three episodes. There's a reason why there's uh, three episodes on the premiere uh, date because the first three episodes are very slow burn, but they're worth every fucking second that it takes to get where it needs to go. See, I heard and granted it's not something that he watched himself, but one of my coworkers at work is also a big nerd. Mm-hmm. And he asked me if I'd watched it yet, and I was like, no. And he's like, yeah, this one Facebook group I'm in is just, like, super disappointed. Says they're, 
that it's really, really bad. And I'm like, well, you know, you can't really trust Star Wars fans because... Yeah, especially on Facebook. They're all a bunch of persnickety bitches (laughs) type thing. And he's like, well, he's like, I understand that. He's like, but these are people who came out in support of, uh, like, Ray in 7, 8, and 9. That doesn't mean anything. That are saying that this is bad. And I'm like, well... (laughs) So they said that seven, eight, nine are good, but they're not a fan of Andor. <laughs> right. And, and he's like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Well, that I mean, the most vocal people you hear are the people who are like seven, eight, nine are so fucking trash. I fucking yeah. hate them. Blah blah blah." Yeah. And to hear them defend that and then like shit on Andor, shit on Andor, mm-hmm. I'm like. Something doesn't feel right. He's like, yeah, the only other thing that I didn't really like was Obi-Wan. And I was like, oh, well, they're they're fucking (laughs) Fucking stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Right then and there. Like, he could open up with that. Like, they didn't like Obi-Wan. All right, then they're just morons. Because Obi-Wan was fucking fantastic. Um, Andor is just as fantastic of a show. We get Cassian Andor's story. We get his backstory about where he came from. I kind of doubt that it's as good as Obi-Wan. Just because it's not Obi-Wan. Just for the first three episodes. I think it's... I mean, like, if you watched Obi-Wan and the first time you fucking see him, you weren't like, hello there. <laughs> like, don't even fucking talk to me. You're, right. you're trash. <laughs> uh, okay, so maybe not as good as that, but it is still pretty good, especially because we fell in love with Cassie and Andor from Rogue One. I did, I did watch something that I was going to send to you, but then I forgot about it. Um, <laughs> Or, well, I couldn't figure out how to find the original video because mm. it was on an app that I know that you don't use. And the only way to view it, if I send a link, is uh, to download the app and start u- using it. Uh, it's iFunny. Oh, yeah. No, uh, I don't use that. And uh, it was Hayden Christensen talking about his first day on set for mm-hmm. Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, he said that, you know, you and McGregor had rapped for the day and they were bringing him to set and they were like, you and, you know, you can go home. And he's like, no, he's like, I'm not leaving until he, he's here and, Mm -hmm. you know, he starts and stuff. And he said like the first shot was like one of him, like way, way back or something like, and they, they showed like the, the distance between like where, like the director mm-hmm. and everybody was sitting and he's like, Oh, you know, he's, he's, they said Ewan's here. Like, where is he? And he said, he just looked off in the distance and all he saw was one hand. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just Ewan, come up. Ewan McGregor just <laughs> waving at him like a fucking idiot. And then like they ran up and like hugged and stuff. And he's like, and I haven't, you know, I haven't really seen him or anything, but it was, it was good not only to reconnect as the characters, Anakin and Obi-Wan, but mm-hmm. as, as friends because yeah. we haven't seen each other because yeah, we well. do get that back uh the the flashback scene mm-hmm. in the that first season if we ever even get in a second season but in that season that we got of obi-wan we get that flashback scene of anakin and obi-wan so yeah to have those two actors reconnect being that they haven't seen each other since they finished episode three and all through the press well, junket I mean, i'd imagine that they've probably seen each other since at like different conventions and stuff, i don't but know not as not as often as I, hayden christensen has been keeping low key just because up until like the recent like five to eight years he's been persona non grata when it comes to star wars because everyone fucking 
couldn't stand Anakin. Although the, over the past, like I said, five to eight years, that has changed. People have learned to love Anakin Skywalker and all that. Right. So I don't know if they actually ran into each other that often. So I, I would almost bet they haven't seen each other since episode three was shot and done and everything was good to go. Um, so the, the, there was a mixture of things going on with that whole Obi-Wan series. Like the actors hadn't seen each other for a little while. Uh, we haven't seen Obi-Wan on screen uh, in this connotation for quite a while. So um, there's a whole... I'm sending you a picture that I meant to send you earlier. I think you need to buy these and then put them on vehicles that have the uh, the opposite thing. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep a stockpile in your car. <laughs> it's a <laughs> it's a snake <laughs> with a riding crop with a heart shape at the end of it, um, and it's just. Tread harder, daddy. <laughs> every time you see somebody with a don't tread on me sticker, you yes. just boop right next to it. Uh, <laughs> I should start doing that because I roll my eyes so fucking hard whenever I see those don't tread on me bullshit signs or flags or whatever the fuck. Uh, anyway, let's talk about that, Ryan, real quick. <laughs> let's talk about that bullshit. So it was recently came out that I uh, was at New York's AG um, is uh prosecuting the trump organization trump donald trump donald trump jr his three oldest kids uh eric donald trump jr and ivanka all with crimes of basically swindling people out of millions of fucking dollars yep. uh either uh overvaluing their property overvaluing their property uh or just straight up lying to investors about what they were doing and how they were spending their money and shit like that and i was like fucking hey this is amazing now i i do it's never been a better time to be Tiffany. I know. Like, there's nothing it's against like, her. <laughs> I'm getting out of this scot-free. <laughs> yeah. Like, I haven't heard... I mean, she's defended her father in the news, but I haven't heard too much of her being involved with the Trump organization too much. So I think she's basically scot-free. Uh, same with Barron, but he's like a fucking like 14-year-old right. at this point. Uh, so it has been a great day. Although, for the right, it's been them fucking just going ape shit, going... Bleh! Because their their daddy is in trouble uh, yep. with the law once again. He, there's another thing of uh, laws being slammed on him, along with what uh, he, him inciting the insurrection, him stealing classified fucking documents, like legit, but not like oh this is classified, but it doesn't really need to be classified. No legit fucking classified yep. documents of other countries' nuclear secrets, of all different kinds of fucking information, and he had it in his fucking basement. At his resort that anybody fucking, if they really yeah, wanted to, and, and could their, get to. Their defense of it, or one of the defenses that I heard it. Yeah, most recent. Was it Ivanka? Maybe, or no, it was, it was either Eric or Donald Trump Jr. That was like on some show, and they were talking about the picture of them like spread out. Oh, Okay. And he wouldn't just, like, keep him laying around his office like that. Like, that's obviously staged. It's like, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's an evidence picture. The FBI they're said taking, as much. They're taking pictures of the evidence yes. and, and showing it, like, spread out. Yes. So my dad's a neat freak. Like, he wouldn't, he wouldn't keep it 
around yeah. like that. Yes. Like, oh, that's fuck yourself. That's not helpful. And, and well, the one I was talking about is that Trump came out on Hannity with an interview it was like a few days ago, and Trump was like, "Yeah, you know, when you're president, you can declassify anything. You could declassify things with your mind. Yeah, you could just you could just <laughs> think declassified, and it fucking is. And it is. Uh, which makes no fucking sense. And all through all this, like, it's a hysterical just assery that's going on with that whole. He is still technically the Republican nominee. I mean, nothing has been fucking officially announced, but he's the guy that everybody fucking on the right wants to run again. There have been rumors about Rick DeSantis, but I think it's going to be Trump again. Well, they're trying to see who can out Trump each other. Right. Um, And we'll get to what what DeSantis does. Uh, I think they're hedging their bets with DeSantis in case Trump gets uh, in in legal trouble. All I can I can't fucking wait until he oh gets indicted. Yes, that's going to be amazing. It's 100% going to be the scene from Fun with Dick and Jane where Jim Carrey is like, "Indicted! I'm going to be indicted." <laughs> <laughs> yes, very much so. <laughs> um, I, we love Jim Carrey, don't we folks? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I and there's what was it? Not only the classified stuff, but he also has uh, those rape charges going against him. He has several other fucking charges that he's currently being uh, litigated against him. So I don't understand why anybody would continue to back him. Like I get not wanting to be proven wrong and standing behind a, an idea or uh, some sort of like uh, way that you've changed your life. But this is a man who has repeatedly been proven to be a swindler. So I don't get it when people that I would assume would have some sort of, I don't know, brain when it comes to these type of people swindling them, continually backing him, him and his family and everyone in his fucking circle. Like there are people in a fucking, there was Ohio rally where people were like putting up their hands with like the finger one. I don't know what that fucking means. It's some QAnon bullshit, but like worshiping Trump and shit. I'm like, do you? What are we doing here? Like, these are Ohioans. We grew up with these people. Like, we know that these people can be fucking assets, but we also know that some of these people can be somewhat intelligent and can see when someone's trying to sell you a lemon. Yeah. For the most part. Why there's still a huge swath of people that are like, no, he's my ride or die man. Like, I, I'm going to go down in flames with him. It just doesn't make any fucking sense. Whatsoever. See, they have to justify the uh, Trump tramp stamp that they got. (laughs) (laughs) It's got to be that. I don't, I've never under, like, all my life, since I've turned 18, I've become more civically minded. I've been, had my ear to the ground when it came to politics, but I wasn't that heavily into it. It wasn't until fucking 2014, 2015, when Trump came in on the scene and started calling immigrants from Mexico rapists and murderers. That they're not sending their best, blah, blah, blah. I was like, all right, something needs to fucking happen. Like, somebody needs to come in and just wipe his ass uh, when it comes to voting. Obviously, we saw what happened with 2016 and Hillary not being uh, elected, even though she won the popular vote, blah, blah, blah. That's all fucking past news. But at this point, I don't understand why people are so gung. I don't, and I I, I know people want to fucking worship someone. But I, like this, the, the thing that they've always fucking talked about, Ryan, in the rev, uh, revolution or in the uh, w- w- revelations, not revolution, but revelations 
uh, them toting around the mark of a beast, i.e. the red fucking hats. We, we've seen constantly, time and time again, of certain uh, allegorical stories in Revelations of the New Testament of what is happening now, that they all come to love one deity, that there's a bunch of other like uh, prophecies that uh, apparently point to Trump being the Antichrist. And I'm just like, what are we doing? Like he, he, I mean, the Antichrist has claimed that he's the chosen one from God, and Trump has fucking made those claims before. I'm like, what are we doing here? Like, this makes no goddamn sense why you would follow this man. If you know what the fucking, like, they, they're constantly toting that fucking Biden or uh, before Biden, fucking Obama was the Antichrist or yeah. shit like that. And they've never once said any of those things that fucking Trump has said, how he's the chosen one, that he was sent to God. Like, we've seen those fucking signs where it's like, God, Trump, shit like that. It just, it makes no goddamn sense why, why they don't see it. It. I don't understand, because like I said, I've dealt with these people. I've grown up around these people. They seem what somewhat intelligent whenever they see someone trying to swindle them. But for whatever reason, Trump has a hold on these people like I don't understand. And he's charismatic. Hitler did the same thing. But he's not. I'm like For me, he's not. Oh, like, right. There's nothing about him that seems charismatic at fucking all. Right. He's arrogant, fucking loudmouth, obnoxious. It doesn't make any sense why anybody would be like... That's the guy. <laughs> what? Nothing. I almost said something really mean, but I'm not even that mean. For He sounds like you, Greg. <laughs> I'm not arrogant. I may be obnoxious. Uh, uh, I was going to go the other way. I'm not obnoxious. I might be arrogant. Um, you... Uh, we should ask your wife if you're arrogant, but she's not here. So. Yeah. <laughs> I think we would. I think we both know what she would say, though. Don't uh, we? We we do know what she would say because she's a giant pain in my ass, Ryan. That's why we know she, what she would say. So, so the other thing that came out recently is that Ron DeSantis, along with Greg Abbott, decided to send what was it like fifty some odd forty eight forty eight uh, legal. Migrants. They were here. They went to the border. They didn't sneak across. They went to the actual border crossing and said, "Here, I'm from Venezuela. I'm here to seek asylum." They went through all the proper fucking steps, and then they were used as political pawns by Ron DeSantis and Greg Abbott. Yep. So Greg Abbott sent a bunch of them to uh, Washington D.C. to Kamala Harris's. Uh, yeah, I'm not home. sure how many he sent. I'm not sure either. But, but the main one is that Ron DeSantis sent a plane load of fucking immigrants. To Martha's Vineyard. And Martha's Vineyard, like, it's not a sanctuary state, but it is a sanctuary city. They've made those claims along with a few other cities. Actually, no, I don't think Martha's Vineyard is a sanctuary city. I'm not sure. I know that there's a list of sanctuary cities in Massachusetts, and I don't remember seeing Martha's Vineyard on there. Either way, for whatever reason, Ron DeSantis and his people decided to think that sending them to Martha's Vineyard was the right choice because for whatever reason they had it in their head because it's Martha's Vineyard and the liberal elite spend a lot of time in Martha's Vineyard, whatever the fuck. Right. Which I believe also the right spend a lot of time yeah. in Martha's Vineyard as well. I think it's like one of those places where both sides. Just the, just the elite, period. Right. Um, and it's one of those touristy spots. It's fucking featured heavily in the Jaws movie. I mean, the where they're shooting is not, we don't get the, uh, what is the name in Jaws? It's not Martha's Vineyard. It's something else. Amity Island. Amity, yeah. Um, but where they're shooting at is Martha's Vineyard. Hold on, I'm going to blow my nose. 
still dealing with the effects of being sick over the past week. Like, I'm just hacking out shit, so if I talk for too long, I'll blow my nose. So hopefully, I won't have to do that too often. Where was I? Oh, Martha's Vineyard. Uh, so they sent a bunch of these immigrants to Martha's Vineyard, uh, to, I guess, one up the libs, because they knew the libs would get all fucking, uh, pissed off about it, but the thing that was so fucking beautiful about this whole situation is that the people of Martha's Vineyard were like, all right, challenge accepted. They were fucking ready, they weren't ready in the sense that they knew about it they, ahead of time. They weren't ready because they had no idea that it was happening until it happened. Right, but until they, they went, showed up. They went, okay, um... We need to, you know, find beds for these people. We need to find this. We need food, to find this. clothing. Here yeah. comes, here comes people with food. Here comes people with like translation. Like bunch, high school students were a, that were in AP Gatorade and shit. AP Spanish class for high school students, like the 11 and 12th graders, so that they knew Spanish somewhat fluently. Um, were there to translate uh, to try to figure out some way to just set up some some sort of line of communication between people in Martha's Vineyard and the Venezuelan refugees at this point, because they are refugees, because Venezuela is utter shit at this point. Right. So I, that's the main thing that's been so fucking fascinating to watch, is like the right thought that they would be able to own the libs by sending them to like someplace like Martha's Vineyard, and the left was just like, all right, this is what we should do, because these are fucking human beings. And they're not even people. They're fucking children yeah. mixed among this group as well. Fucking children. They were well, used by and someone. And then it's come out that, you know, like, he fucking lied to them, said that they were shipping them to Boston. Yeah. That, like, the Dropkick Murphys. <laughs> and um, Like, we, we had seen that, that they uh, had phony addresses, uh, court dates set up based on those phony addresses of places they weren't going. They were nowhere near, like, well, the state of Washington, shit like that. Like, they, were, they had court dates set up, but because of... DeSantis and his people and this uh, Perla gave him, person. Gave him phony information yes, and just stuff. Fucking just fake information across the board of where they were going. They gave them just bullshit maps where it just showed them uh, the entire uh, the, the, the uh, continental United States, mm -hmm. uh, where it just showed a line from Texas to Massachusetts. That's it. That's the only map they fucking had. No map of the local area of where they were going. Like, they were claiming to be going to Boston, but they were actually dropped off in Martha's Vineyard. Just a whole slew of shit. And it was... Like, I want to continue on with the fact that people in Martha's Vineyard fucking stepped up in a big, bad way. Like, they could have easily just sent them off to... I mean, eventually they did after they got everything squared away. They did send a few of them to Boston and the surrounding cities because where they were at was a fucking island. Right. And they couldn't really do too much. They could house them, feed them, clothe them. But those people also had court dates they needed to get to. They had a whole slew of shit to make sure that they are legal residents right. of the only, U.S. You can only get to Martha's Vineyard via plane or ferry. Right. So they had to send them off, obviously, because they sent a few of them off. Or I think most of them off. Uh, the right honed in. Oh, you see that in people in Martha's Vineyard. Even though the people in Martha's Vineyard for like four or five days straight were like, no, we'll take care of you until we get everything set up. Right. After those four or five days, then the right was like, no, see, they're sending them off, even though they, they kind of have to in order to get legal citizenship for the right. United States so they can make court dates, get set up with proper housing, like a permanent resident or a permanent uh, job, shit like that, to become functional members of society that the right, right is constantly harking on that these people need to fucking do. But for whatever well, – I know the reasoning, but for whatever reason – 
they decided to use these people as political well, and now there's like big shit trouble there's an investigation being opened up yeah to... from uh some sheriff in texas is opening up an investigation where where they originated from yeah um which doesn't make any sense because well I, it makes sense in what we found out later on is that they were venezuelans they went through the texas border but ron DeSantis was in on it with abbott to get them sent to what they claimed as a liberal city. Whatever. What doesn't make any sense is why Greg, why Ron DeSantis thought that people wouldn't find out that they were from Venezuela and that they would eventually find out that they came through the Texas border. Like, like I know a lot of these people want to live back in the 1950s, but did they really think that they're still in the 1950s? That, they, that people can't find that information out readily, like within seconds. Like it's in their pocket. All they have to do is type in the right words into the big Google machine and it'll spit out the right information that they need. Right. Like I don't understand. Like it goes back to the Trump thing. I don't understand what the rationale with some of these decisions are other than just a demagogue against people that literally did nothing. They did the right thing. They went to the border. They said they're here to claim asylum. They're Venezuelan uh, refugees. They did all the proper things, but for some reason, they were still hated upon by Ron DeSantis and his people and fucking Greg Abbott and his people. Like, it makes no goddamn sense why they thought this was going to be a good fucking idea. Other than, we'll uh, we'll score some brownie points with our fucking base, which is what they ultimately did. They wanted to outrage the left, they got that, and they wanted to score brownie points with their base, which they also got, because uh, their base, all they see is brown people coming into their country. They don't care if they're here illegal or not. Right. <clears throat> Although one of the things that happened is um, they're looking in to see if they were technically human trafficked, because I, yeah. they were... They were told that they were going one place, they were dropped off at another place. Yeah. Just technically human trafficking. And if so, then they can apply for a special visa of that is reserved for people who have been human trafficked. And so he may have opened up a, not necessarily a better, but another avenue, avenue for potential for them. Yeah. citizenship. As just like a big old oopsie <laughs> yes. of his <laughs> stupidity. But they are they are all suing him now. Yes, they they what was it like Thursday Friday a class action action lawsuit came out of them suing Ron DeSantis for what they what he did is sending them to the wrong infor, uh, wrong location or what they would perceive as uh, the wrong location. Even though I don't know if if they were would have been sent to a different city if the same outcome would have happened with the right people just basically being like, Hey, you need food, you need clothing, you need housing. We'll help right. you out. I don't know if that would have been the case. I hope that would have been the case in any fucking city, but the people in Martha's Vineyard, I cannot. And I sent Sarah this, like, this is what America is supposed to be. Like these, like you see people uh, destitute in need of help. You're supposed to help them. That's the idea. That's fucking Christ. Like if you want to fucking get on that fucking, right. If you want to go that way, uh, it just doesn't make any sense why any so-called Christians thought this was a good idea. That being said, how do you think the midterms are going to go? I don't know. Like, I've seen a lot more traffic because of the overturning of Roe v. Wade when it comes to, like, women voters and shit like that. So part of me wants to hope that women on both sides of the aisle are like, no, fuck this, I have less rights than I did, like, 10 months ago. So they're going to vote. Like, there are single-issue voters out there. Right. They only vote because of one particular issue that they will hone in on. 
And there is a fucking contingency of women on the right who espouse a lot of the all rights talking points when it comes to like immigration, um, spending, shit like that. But then when it comes to abortion, there are a lot of people, a lot of women on the right who wouldn't vote um, to keep abortion legal, um, but they wouldn't vote to keep abortion illegal, to make right. abortion illegal. They would just keep it as it was. Now it is now something they can't even utilize if, say, the health of the woman is in risk in some states. Right. Like Ohio, Texas, Florida, states like that. Other states like Illinois, we've seen we've seen the little girl from fucking Ohio had to be shipped to Illinois to have an abortion because right. of fucking – she was like three days past the six-week mark, whatever the fuck. So I've been seeing a lot more traffic of women from both sides of the aisle basically be like, I'm pissed. Like this is fucking bullshit. Like the whole – like, hell has no fear, like a woman scorned aspect to it. So I'm hoping, uh, beyond all hope, I, uh, and I'm only caveating this because I was burnt so fucking hugely in 2016. I never thought, and I know thousands of people fucking thought this, I never thought someone like Trump would get into office. Yeah. He did. Yeah. And it was... The worst four years I could fucking totally imagine. Maybe not Hitler-like, but close to it. Like, he was fucking saying that there are good people on both sides of the aisle when it came to Nazis in Charlottesville who had just got done killing uh, Heather Heyer. Right. Running their car through a fucking uh, parade of peaceful, peaceful protesters. Injuring several, killing one woman, Heather Heyer, who I will fucking have her name etched in my brain for fucking ever, because she was our age. Yeah. She, she, it could have easily been you or I at a protest and being run down. She was our age whenever she was. She is our age now, even though she's passed on at this point. So I have hope that, because the, the, the big thing this time around is that the Democrats need to keep a hold of the House and get a stronger hold on the Senate. Right. Now, initially, when the midterms were starting to ramp up, we've seen that they looked like the House and the Senate were going to flip red. Now, m- more recent polls have come out that the Senate is going to stay blue and they're going to get the Democrats are going to get a stronger hold on the Senate. Now, the House, it looks like, and now because they're, what, like 200, 300 some odd members of the House of Representatives, something like that. Yeah. There is a, we only have like a 12-point lead in the House. So the likelihood of the House flipping is very likely. Now, because of that, we will get people that are maggot Republicans uh, impeaching Joe Biden. Like going through the whole process of impeaching oh, Joe yeah. Biden because of what happened with their leader. Now, part of me wants to believe that they w- we will hold on to both. Maybe the Senate, we will hold on just, like, one or two seats. But I really do believe that like, the Senate, we're going to fucking, like, get a huge hold on. And I think if we get a much stronger grasp on the Senate and keep a hold of the House, I think a lot of good work is going to be done. We're going to codify things like Roe v. Wade, uh, make a higher standard uh, minimum wage, the whole nine yards. We're going to see things starting to change for the better. I hope we'll see. I I like the the was it the Georgia Senate race with Raphael Raphael Warnock and uh, Herschel Walker. Mm. Like Herschel Walker is like we we've been proven time and time again that he's a liar. 
he's fucking stupid because he's been dealing with CTE from uh, being a football player. And we've seen, we've gotten arrest reports of him being a violent fucking domestic abuser to his significant others. And once again, he's like maybe six points behind uh, Raphael Warnock. I'm just like, what are we doing here? Like, I know, like, for years, millennials were always told your voice doesn't matter, blah, 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 shit like that. But when it comes to, like, the Senate, House, the only thing that really, depending on the state, doesn't really have an effect on you voting for that person is the uh, president of the United States. Now, there are, like, 20-some-odd states that, depending on how the popular uh, vote swings, their electoral votes will swing that way as well because of whatever law they have instituted. There are like 20, 25 states that are set up that way. The other, the rest of the other half at this point uh, are not set up that way. So they, it is a good point that it, unless you have the right amount of electorates for that state, you're not really going to win that state, blah, blah, blah. There's a whole electoral college bullshit. I right. think it should be fucking banned because I think it, the person should win by popular vote. And we've seen time and time again, the Democrat has won the popular vote time and time again. Um, the only thing that saved Republicans from getting the presidency is the Electoral College. Um, that being said, but uh, as millennials, we've always fucking got it into our heads that our vote doesn't matter, that our voice doesn't count. But we've seen time and time again, especially in my 30s, I've been given an example over and over again where, yes, if enough of us fucking vote and swing and uh, 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 point the, uh, I guess, the talking points where they need to go, like like the ideas that we want to hold in that direction. Yeah. We can swing it that way, but I don't understand the rationale where some people see someone like Herschel Walker and are like him. I want him. The wife beater liar said that he was part of the FBI and is just dumber than a box of rocks. I want him. It makes no sense. The same people that, I mean, I'm not really defending him because I don't think he's defensible, but the same people that picked Trump after he said that Ted Cruz's dad was the fucking Zodiac killer. Yeah, yeah. Like, and insulted Ted Cruz's wife. And we've seen Ted Cruz just fucking like lap at his dick yeah. at Trump's dick because he's the, the Republican. But he's like, obviously like there's no evidence that supports the fact that Ted Cruz's dad is. Yeah. I have no Zodiac idea what the killer. rationale was. Like, <sighs> I, don't, I, know. I don't fucking get that. Like, no, I don't I know I keep on wanting to pl- uh place logic on a lot of these things but I don't think there is logic. I think it's just people want to be told what to do. And whenever they have a leader that espouses a lot of things that they continue to fucking hold. Yeah, and you should have your own voice. That being said, vote. Yes. That that's my whole the whole crux of my diatribe there is like fucking vote. Get involved even if it's not fully. Yeah, you shouldn't just blindly listen to what people tell you. Yes. So vote. We're blindly, like, <laughs> blindly listen to us telling you if you're in America, yes. vote. Vote and then be informed of what you're voting for. Like who you're voting for. Don't just vote across uh, party lines. Like I know most of the time I fucking do just because the Democrats tend to fucking hold the values that I fucking think are important. Now – with a few exceptions. Like, Joe Biden, it wouldn't have been my fucking choice of fucking nominees when it came to president. I was more of a Bernie guy, but I get the 
the safe choice with Joe Biden. Like, yeah. he was an established Democrat, the whole nine yards. Like, uh, Bernie was, like, anti-establishment type Democrat, social Democrat, if you will. And that scared a lot of people. And that's why we got Joe Biden as the nominee. That being said, I still would love someone like Bernie Sanders, like an AOC type person. Like, she, I think in the next, like, cycle of uh, presidential run, she can run. I don't think she will, but she can run. No, I don't think she will either. I think it'll be a little while before she runs for president. I think she wants yeah. to get more things under her belt before she actually does run for president. But I would fucking vote for someone like AOC. Like, she's constantly, time and time again, like, railed against corporations, had them in Senate, or not Senate chamber, but uh, uh, House uh, committee meetings and, like, fucking, like, chastising these people. Why'd you do this? Why'd you do that? Why'd you up the price for certain meds? Blah, blah, blah. Like, she's constantly, along with her and, uh, what's her name? Kate something with the marker board i can't remember her name oh um i can't either uh you know who i'm talking about the one with yeah. the marker board that's constantly just writing things out for, for these executives to fucking see right in uh, black and white like they are swindling people left and right those type of fucking uh politicians politicians i fucking love um that being said let's get on to something uh a little bit political and a little bit fun. So, She-Hulk, <laughs> episode six, right? <laughs> Let's uh, get it back into the nerd world, and then we'll get into this week's topic. But She-Hulk, episode six. Um, <laughs> so, uh, like, how... I know you're not watching it right now, but how, I guess, like, into, like, the online rhetoric are you? Not. Like, <coughs> I don't know that I've seen anything past... People being upset that she was twerking. Okay. And that was like several episodes yeah. ago. Because I, I think people just kind of uh, like yelled themselves to sleep. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that's, the, that's the only thing I could think. Like I, they, I, were, they were acting like children and they had their little temp, temper tantrum and then they <laughs> fell it's like asleep. It's like Baby Yoda using the force to try to hold yeah, on to the mud horn and then it just passes out. Just, <laughs> little guy um but yeah i i would agree with that because there wasn't too much rhetoric when it came to like episode four and five now episode six a little bit not because of what's in the show well maybe a little bit because of what's in the show um but there was i think it's the she hulk twitter account um <laughs> posted an image that says in the she hulk font uh that we get from the episode titles and all that like the uh -huh. she hulk and like feminine writing and the word hulk like the Hulk uh -huh. comic. Um, it said, sorry, incels, not everything is for you. Uh, like the byline was like, not uh -huh. everything is for you. And that fucking sent a bunch of them like, you got just fucking ape shit because of that one little image. Um, I think there's like a, uh, uh, and also like a jab in the show at people that uh, are incels. I don't think they use the word incel, but like people like, they use some other term I can't remember exactly, but she looks down into the barrel of the camera and like says something to the effect of "fuck you incels," because <laughs> that's who's fucking been mainly fucking losing their goddamn shit over anything that happens in She-Hulk, anything that happens in any sort of uh, woman-centric show. Right. It's gonna be the incels that are mainly the culprits behind it, and a lot of there not a lot of, but some f women uh, YouTubers who are just like self-hating uh, idiots. That's all I can fucking say. Like, there are women uh, YouTubers, I think, I can't remember. I know there's one named Grace, and I can't remember her last name or what her YouTube show is. But she's one of these, like, women who are, like, self-hating women. Like, 
sees something that is progressive for women and just hates on it because some people are into weird shit. Yeah, I don't understand that. I don't. A, I don't get spending a lot of your time. Like, I get critiquing things. Oh, that was his phone. Like, I get critiquing things, but I don't understand the idea of spending hours upon hours just railing against something. Like, there, there are literal YouTube channels with multiple videos just constantly chastising certain I mean, things. I feel like we did that, too. I don't remember what. There, there which, have which movie it is. But we spent hours and hours recording a podcast about it, both talking about how fucking trash it was. Like I said, there's way you could critique something, but it's not like we spent like the next like eight episodes fucking constantly fucking saying, "Yeah, that was a trash movie. Let's go watch some." I'm sure it was probably the AVP two sequel oh, or yeah. some shit like that. Could have been that one of those shitty sequels that we watched that we both didn't fucking like. I I rallied against the Mario Brothers for a yeah, couple yeah. weeks. <laughs> Because uh, that movie is trash. <laughs> like, I get critiquing something, but there are literal channels that are just spent, like, making videos of, like... Like, do you, like the incel community fucking despises Brie Larson. Like, Captain Marvel herself. Like, they go apeshit for someone like fucking Brie Larson. She, uh, she fucking pokes the bear from time to time. She knows how much they hate him. Hate her. Uh, and she likes to poke that fucking bear just to get him all riled up, which I think is fucking hysterical. But there are constant fucking videos of just why they fucking hate Brie Larson and why she's being replaced by Disney with another character or another actress, which we'll get into fucking actresses being replaced here in a bit, which leads into everything else I've fucking been talking about with what happened with this fucking actress, uh, after season two of the Mandalorian, which we'll talk a little bit here. And then whenever we talk about season two of Mandalorian, I was going to say it doesn't really come up until season two. Yeah. After they shoot season yeah. two and in, in the middle of, Season two and season three. But I forget where I was going. All right. So all that aside, let's get into this week's episode. All right, my friends, real quick before uh, you head into the next episode, make sure you check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Nerdinian. Follow me on both those platforms at that wanker. You can also follow us on TikTok at Nerdinian as well. And uh, you can also follow uh, Ryan's D&D group or Magic Card playing group i don't know how to successfully say that correctly but uh as you heard earlier they've been playing uh magic the gathering a lot lately so go and check them out on twitch just uh go to twitch.com slash i think it's wolf den dnd i believe that's the actual url i'm sure if i'm wrong i'll hear about it